we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for February 12, 2024. Uh, shifting gears, Tucker Carlson is just another devil from an Illuminati family. I, I know I'm kind of soft peddling that out of the gate. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I need to kind of up my game a little. Uh, this whole thing with Tucker aligning with the freedom movement in America is just more theater to distract and deceive us. He is controlled opposition. Be careful whom you're following as there's so many gatekeepers and controlled opposition who are all working for the same puppet masters. The New World Order, the CIA, the banking elites, Lucifer, Satan. I mean, you know, it's a host of things you could probably list there. Here's a picture of Tucker Carlson on live TV, on live TV wearing a red Kabbalah bracelet. Typically, they wear them on the left wrist. A red string Kabbalah bracelet, the highest level of, you know, Jewish witchcraft. Here's a picture of him wearing um, this on national TV. I'm sure there's many more like this. Uh, did you also know Tucker Carlson is and was a regular at Comet Ping Pong and also an elite insider? Comet Ping Pong was where we had all the the stuff. If you just key that search term in, it's, it's one of the most, well, I guess it's one of the most popular, but it's one of the main pizza places that the elite in Washington, D.C. go to, like Hillary Clinton, like Podestas and those types of people where they were um, basically essentially proven that it was had to do with child sex trafficking through through comic ping pong um, all kind of horrible horrible things surrounding that and um, it all centered on child sacrifice and um, child sexual uh, exploitation going on through common ping pong I, I reported on that over and over so i did a keyword search for common ping pong in my keyword search box and the first really pertinent one that came up was my teaching i did on uh 610 of 18 part three and there's one part where we talk about craig sawman sawyer of vetsforchildrescue.org and Alex Jones exposed. Despite all the information documented here, Alex Jones and Craig Sawyer are going out of the way to convince their followers there's no validity uh, to any of this, uh, just like Alex Jones did with the Comet Ping Pong pedophile scandal. He actually ended up, I believe, making some official apology to Comet Ping Pong, Alex Jones did, when there is an absolute overwhelming amount of evidence that I documented regarding all the wicked stuff going on that was going on at Comet Ping Pong. Um, and here's the main teaching, I believe, where I talked about that. Let me just look at this here. Yeah. Um, yeah, here it is. This is my End Time Current Events 12-4 of, of 2016, Part 3. We talk about the owner... Of Dojo's Pizza, charged with child pornography, alleged human trafficking. Evidently, these pizza places are a big place this happens, and it's because the word pizza is associated in child sex predator terms, I think, with, you know, uh, child molestation or that type of stuff. Um, Pizzagate, James Alephantis, who I believe is the, uh, he might be the potential owner of Comet Ping Pong, and the statue of Antoninus. That evidently he has. Mainstream media totally flips out recklessly. Defends the pedophile Comet Ping Pong owner. More pedophile up 
network updates, left pushing pedophile rights, moral relativism leads to societal change. Stoneness in the storm, another pedophile ring involving politicians was just busted, politicians arrested. Uh, so this is what we're pretty much talking about in this whole episode. I'm going to go ahead and just post this teaching in um, in my PDF for today's date because we're talking about Comet Ping Pong. Okay, so I just reposted that because it's the main one where I really went into to the whole Comet Ping Pong thing. Um, and James Alephantis, who is the owner of Comet Ping Pong and all that horrible just associations and overwhelming amount of of evidence pointing that they're pedophile well child molesters that sacrifice children and oh it's so bad anyway i just reposted that in the pdf for this date so tucker carlson is was i mean we don't know if he's went in there recently but a regular comment ping pong also an elite insider now when the Washington Post reported on this, just a mainstream paper, here's what they said about Comet Ping Pong and Tucker Carlson. Now, they're talking about Comet Ping Pong in the Washington Post. So obviously, they're going to present it as a wonderful place to take your family. And of course they are. Um, they said, quote, the appeal of such a venue is broad. Families appreciate the joint for being for the obvious, be warned, the sounds of restless little ones can be easily outmuscled the Dean Martin and Rosemary Clooney on the soundtrack, meaning they're playing Dean Martin and Rosemary Clooney in there, but the sounds of little ones, meaning it is very, very, very children-oriented, and there is some of the most sick, disgusting paintings on the walls there in the gaming room and elsewhere. They've had like some of the really, really sick, twisted trans bands there that play. I got into that in the teaching I did on it. And when they say the sounds of restless little ones, mm, I wonder how much they really do know about that. And then it says, and the stargazing can be prime. Among the VIP regulars are ballet director Septime Weebry. What a name, Septime Weebry. And talking head Tucker Carlson. But even Donald Rumsfeld has dropped by for a pie, like a pizza pie. So that was the quote from the Washington Post. Then I posted my whole <clears throat> teaching on this, going back to this Tucker Carlson thing. Tucker Carlson is not an everyman. He is an elite insider. Always has been, his father was politically connected, was the director of Voice of America, president of the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, and was appointed as... GHWB uh, as the ambassador of the Shaquilles. Um, his media connections smell of Project Mockingbird and his appointment by HW doesn't hurt. It. Sorry, they're using a lot of abbreviations here. His stepmother was heiress to the Swanson fortune, like the Swanson like food chain, frozen dinners and stuff. Tucker himself admitted that he shared a backyard with Susan Rice, so he lives in a very well-connected, well-secured area of D.C. with political insiders of the ruling class. Tucker is a millionaire with family money. You'll hear that out of his own mouth. He, like Anderson Cooper, doesn't need the money to deliver propaganda, but he does it anyway. Now, I'm going to play this video. I'm going to play several different clips 
from this video because it's not all pertinent and I'm just really wanting to hit the high points of this particular subject. Okay, so I edited the first part of this out because he calls Tucker, this guy talking to Tucker Carlson calls him an a-hole. He says, you're about the most unordinary guy I know. You're an elitist, you're a a-hole. And then now you will hear Tucker Carlson respond to this guy that just said this. Now, this clip is well known. This is not like, this is on mainstream you can find this clip a lot of places. This is Tucker Carlson talking. This is right out in the open here. No, no, no. I'm a t but see, I'm an out-of-the-closet elitist. I don't run around pretending to be a man of the people. I'm absolutely not a man of the people at well, all. Well, I mean, again, he that's the exact opposite of what he portrays. He He's trying to con everybody into thinking that he's a man of the people. Now that he's departed from whatever, Fox or whatever, and he's yoked up with, like, uh, Alex Jones and the, quote, truther movement, he was told by his handlers, this is something you need to do because we need to strengthen the whole right-left paradigm. We need we need to increase the, the we're your, all your puppet masters, okay? But we need to increase the, the validity. We need to bring people that follow you into where Alex Jones operates and into where Joe Rogan operates and into where Michael Flynn operates and into where Trump operates. We need to bring you to that side more so that we can have more of this right-left uh, divide and Tucker does reach a lot of people and now he did this interview with Vladimir Putin or whatever but to me it's all theater how do you pay your bills well I'm like extraordinarily loaded just from like money I you know inherited you're a trust fund baby are you not no completely I've never needed to work I mean it's all just the whole cable news thing it was like a phase I was going through thank you I will document the many connections Tucker Carlson has to the CIA and other groups the reason I'm doing this is because right now he is leading a major part of America off a cliff with his false conservative platform. He rages about the elite and how America seems to be going down the drain when he himself couldn't be more connected to these same elites helping to do it. He is a total shill, a puppet being used to distribute propaganda. What people need to realize is the left and right paradigm we are given is entirely false. Whether you watch CNN or Fox, you are getting CIA agents highly trained in propaganda, usually coming from wealthy families. Take Anderson Cooper, for example. He admittedly interned at the CIA and was born into the Vanderbilt family. Yeah. He could Here, be here's a picture of him and his creepy mom and family. They're on this bed, and it literally looks like, I mean, the, the bedroom, like the wallpaper reminds me of like something. It, lo it looks like a picnic table like a red and white picnic table you used to see in the past and in the back there is like this literal shrine of like the angel of death and all this creepy symbology at the headboard of this bed i mean it's it's one of the more creepy things you've ever seen and it has this nice shiny happy picture of anderson cooper when he was a little kid with his mom and his brother and they're little stuffed animals and it's just it's just so bizarre. Called the face of CNN, just as Tucker is the face of Fox. Follow me as now, I take... remember this 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 video was about posted about a year ago. So Tucker's moved on, I believe, and um, so just bear that in mind. Through his career and document his highly suspect rise in journalism. Don't forget to take notes and research these things yourself. Tucker Carlson was born on May 16, 1969, in San Francisco, California. When he was six years old, his father, Richard, divorced his mother, Lisa, and married Patricia Swanson, one of the heiresses to Swanson Enterprises, most notable for their TV dinners. Amen. 
Carlson attended many boarding schools during his youth, including locations in Switzerland and Rhode Island. He graduated from Trinity College in Connecticut in 1991, which is known as one of the Little Ivies, which are a group of private schools which compete with Ivy League schools. Supposedly, Tucker attempted to join the CIA when he graduated, but his application was denied. I can't find an explanation as to why he wanted to be in the CIA or why they rejected him. His father was a very well if they did reject him. connected man in the media industry and encouraged him to pursue journalism because, quote, they'll take anybody. <laughs> Must have not thought, thought very highly of his son. Now, I'm going to go ahead and go forward here um, and um, start because they really get if you really want a detailed breakdown of this whole thing with Tucker Carlson and his dad and all of all the interconnection. I mean, this is the video to watch. It's 33 minutes long. I'm only going to be playing selected clips from it because it just goes into too far to great a detail. I just don't have time to get into it all, but I do give you the link for it. Leaving the Weekly Standard, Tucker then went on to write for New York Magazine, Reader's Digest, Slate, Esquire, The New Republic, The New York Times, The Daily Beast, and The Wall Street Journal. He would also go to work on camera for CNN, PBS, and MSNBC before finally settling into his role at Fox News as the poster boy for conservative values. During those years, he also somehow found time to appear on shows like King of Queens, 30 Rock, and Dancing with the Stars. Uh, it, While he is it now shows the cringe. He was on Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, it shows him with his lady that he's dancing with. It's so, it's so cringe. But yeah, I guess, you know... He did Fox it. News as arguably their most popular personality, this wasn't his first tango with News Corporation, which owns Fox News. News Corporation, owned by Rupert Murdoch, also owned the Weekly Standard, where Tucker worked under Bill Kristol. Mm. News Corporation. Some serious red flags here. Rupert Murdoch, li literally Satan on two legs. Headquarters is located in none other than the Rockefeller Center complex in New York. Rupert Murdoch is also on the board of Genie Energy an American energy company located out of New Jersey. Other noteworthy people on the board of Genie Energy include Jacob Rothschild, the head of the Rothschild banking dynasty, and James Woolsey, former director of the CIA, who, if you remember earlier, was also on the UN Reform Task Force in 2005 with Heritage Foundation founder Edwin Fuelner, whose goal was to create a more effective United Nations. The same United Nations which resides on land donated by John D. Rockefeller. In a 2015 article written by Charlie Rose in Vanity Fair, he details a merger between Jacob Rothschild and David Rockefeller. Rothschild bought 37% of shares in Rockefeller Financial Services through his RIT Capital Partners. This is the same Charlie Rose who would have Arkansas columnist Paul Greenberg on his show to talk politics, and the same Paul Greenberg who was held in such high regard by William Crystal and his father Irving. There are so many overlapping connections that can be made. That now, I they show a thing here. This is a whole thing on how Tucker Carlson is connected with all these horrible, evil, wicked people. Okay, kind of like he just gave you a tiny little breakdown. This is this is um, a whole uh, breakdown of more expanded breakdown of how he's connected to Rupert Murdoch, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, you know, his mom being the Swanson family, heiress of the Swanson family fortune. Um, I mean, we're talking, it's really, really, really bad. And it's, it's, if you want to see more about that, just 
you know, it's at the 1720 mark of this video. I missed dozens, if not more, during my research into the topic. Given these connections to the CIA, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, etc., it's no wonder Tucker Carlson ridicules people who believe that 9-11 was an inside job exactly. and calls these people parasites. Yes. We're going to hear that next. It's also no wonder Tucker Carlson won't seriously address the Rothschilds on his show as his boss probably no. wouldn't be too happy, no. even though they have so much control and influence. Whenever people bring up legitimate issues, it's his job to mock them so his viewers won't get to the truth of the matter. Okay, so I'm fast-forwarding again to the next part here. Microaggressions. Tucker Carlson seems to be everywhere. He has become the face of the conservative and right-wing movement in the United States, surely due to the incredible amount of connections he has to intelligence agencies and the government. This is why the gatekeepers in the media attempt to give him credibility and publish stories like how he's being spied on by the NSA, or how a seemingly random man confronted him in Montana at a fly fishing shop and insulted him trying to start a confrontation, and it turns out that the man was actually an employee of the Asia Foundation, which was created in 1951 by the CIA as a front organization to distribute propaganda. If you had any doubts before watching this that Tucker Carlson was controlled opposition, I hope the research I presented will put that to bed. Mainstream media is all controlled in its one big incestuous pit, don't worship these people as heroes because they will sell you down the river in a heartbeat. Is Tucker Carlson CIA? Well, you can't prove that directly, but once you pour through all of his connections, you would find it incredibly hard not to believe that is the case. About the only thing we're missing at this point is official government documents detailing as much, which I am sure will come out at some point in the future. The CIA has a very long and documented history of infiltrating and controlling the media. Operation Mockingbird is a great example of that. Tucker Carlson is just one of many examples you could make. Remember to always do your own research and turn off the television. Good to see you after uh, we met briefly at the... Now, this is a guy, I think, very nicely confronting Tucker Carlson at some outdoor thing that they're at. And, and you're going to hear you're going to hear him and Tucker go back and forth, okay? And it starts out where Tucker's got a lot nicer, and then he gets pretty nasty at the end, and I'm, I'm going to let you hear that. Off the television. Hey, good to see you after uh, we met briefly at the event in 2008 in Minneapolis for Ron Paul. Oh, that was fun. I remember yeah. that. But you, but you had to leave early. What happened? Uh, <laughs> the truth or stop it. The truth or stop it. I'll tell you why. I didn't bail on Ron Paul. No, it's when Jesse Ventura got up and started saying 9-11 was an inside job. So he had to leave this event because when Jesse Ventura went up and said 9-11 was an inside job, like tons and tons of other people in high-level positions did say now you're not going to see it on mainstream news but i give you a whole list of things proving that is exactly the case it's just all been swept under the rug he doesn't want to hear that because his handlers have told him that um if 9-11 is brought up unless it's the official narrative being parroted that you mock them you insult them and it doesn't matter what kind of facts they put in your face tucker you just act like they're morons and insult them and walk away. Yeah, he did say that. No, he said that it was uh, curious why the FBI, come on, come on. Uh, you know, had been lauding on on. on uh, Look, I'm the, I'm the most. Yeah, I, I got it. I was there. And uh, but. So you had to leave because that one. I was enraged. I was enraged by it. it wasn't controversial. So let me let me let me let me answer your question. Sure. It wasn't controversial. It was stupid. And 
if there's any evidence that the government is behind 9-11, looks, I, I believe anything. No, that's that's a lie from the pit of hell. He doesn't want to hear anything about if the government's behind 9-11. He's, he proves that in this brief exchange that you're hearing. He's totally cut off to any kind of truth if it doesn't fit his satanic lying narrative that he's parroted and the mainstream media has parroted ever since 9-11. If there's evidence, but there isn't any. Oh, there's there's so much evidence, it baffles and boggles the mind. I've, just, I've got a gigantic file on it that I went back and retooled a little bit. I retooled the first part. But you know what I found? Most of the links that were that I had linked to a lot of the stuff, at the, particularly at the beginning of this, and I haven't checked all the way through, they were all gone because the government has went and sanitized them all off the internet systematically. And but what I did is I went back there and I retooled it and I found a lot of these same things, but I, I tried to do it that didn't have any uh, ties to YouTube or whatever because YouTube is really, really good at sanitizing that stuff off, particularly as of late. So knock it off. That's my view. Okay, but and I one, said that to him. Sure, sure. But one stupid person says something stupid at a Ron Paul event. Nah, I, I hate that. And, and by the way, I am open to almost any crackpot theory about anything. He's it's a just, liar from the pit of hell. On that subject, come on. You know what I mean? That's too much. That even for me. Yeah, so just yeah, come on, come on. That's 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 his 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 whole rebuttal to the whole 9/11 thing. Come on, come on. There is so much overwhelming evidence on this, and I'm going to give you that after. I'm just going to give you a sample. You can do your own research if, if you're not convinced or whatever. I've went over this many, many times in different teachings. But this is the dismissive, come on, come on. What are you, stupid? What are you, one of those conspiracy? What are you, one of those tinfoil tin hat wearing idiots? Come on. I mean, really? You're, you're, that, you're a parasite like that? You're, you're that? you're that stupid? That's the only way they can really respond because the facts are so overwhelming proving this was an inside job that it boggles the mind. So what's your take on Building 7, Tucker? And he's just, he's him hawing around. Building 7, the, you know, remember that one, the one the plane, no plane hit? It just kind of fell into its own footprint just by itself, even though none of the buildings even affected it. There were no even windows blown out. A steel structure building that just so happens to fall into its own footprint the same day the Twin Towers fall into their own footprint absolutely 100% a controlled demolition you could literally see the explosions if you if you um had the actual footage where it's playing it you can hear the explosions you can see the explosions as it's going into free fall falling into itself jet fuel cannot melt steel okay and it's there's no even if it melted a little bit of it which it couldn't because it doesn't get hot enough there's no way it's going to collapse its own building into a free fall into its own footprint especially one built like that but when you rig the building ahead of time, yeah, it can do that. And they rigged all those buildings ahead of time with most likely thermite. And then they pulled the trigger on that and blamed it on the planes. Come on. Like, <laughs> like, no, that's a serious question. Oh, Chuck, you're so good at refuting stuff. You're so amazing. You're, you're so above the fray, man. You're so intelligent. This is a no-win conversation, so I'm not going to continue it. But let me just say one thing. Because you have no facts on your side whatsoever. The macro, my macro view is, is the obvious one, which is the buildings came down because a bunch of nutcases flew a plane into them. Okay, so are you still supporting that? Even though no steel structure... Uh, building has ever collapsed just from planes colliding into them, into their own footprint. 
in a controlled demolition-like way. That's never happened ever in the history of man. Jet fuel can't can't do that. Can't do it. Okay. So we're just supposed to believe you, Tucker, because obviously you are a man of the people. You're the voice of reason. You're the only adult in the room, and we're all a bunch of morons compared to you, Tucker. So, are you supporting anybody in the race this year? No, I don't support. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't even You're vote. Objective journalist. I don't even vote. So I'm hardly objective. <laughs> I'm honest. I'm, well, not objective. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's hardly objective. Yeah, he's not objective at all because his handlers tell him what to say and what not to say what theory to espouse and what theory not to espouse so he's not objective at all <laughs> certainly not afraid to speak your mind no i'm not no you can assess my views are very clear you have any but i hate that 9-11 crap we should just kick those people out I mean, so we should just kick all the people that are spousing the truth about 9-11 and we're talking some high high level people and I'm going to get into that uh, coming up here regarding 9/11. We're we're gonna we're gonna get into that, and I guess we should just all be really probably what he really means is executed. You know what I mean? I mean, come on. If if he really had his druthers, that's what he really means, or at least in prison for the rest of our lives because of the whole thought crime thing that we or George Orwellian violated in Tucker Carlson, which, which is nothing but a pawn and tool of Satan. You know, it doesn't conform to his uh, satanic belief system. So, you know, obviously, Tucker's always, you know, in the right and the voice of reason. Really? It's important for people whose families still involved to know the truth, whether or not the government was involved or whether it was terrorists. But there's a history of government-sponsored terror throughout the past century. I'm, yeah, exactly. So what do you mean, kick them out? I don't know, whatever. <laughs> So now he's backpedaling on kicking them out. Ah, come on, man. He tries to cover the camera and he's just trying to deflect, deflect, deflect. Kick out of the, the country? No, of course not. I don't you oh, know. No, that's exactly what he meant. And and honestly, if he was speaking among friends, like I said, it'd be it wouldn't be just kicked out. It would be imprisoned and probably executed. I don't, I don't even believe in parking tickets. I mean, please. <laughs> I just don't. I think that people, before saying something that heavy, ought to present real evidence and not real just... evidence. Tucker, there's so much real evidence that's been that's been given, and we're not even talking about the Pentagon attack. There's so much real evidence that's been given on this. I, I lost for a long time. It was, I just lost track. It's it's there's so many different factions and organizations that came out, but all of it was suppressed. All of it was demonized by the lamestream prostitute media. And and again, if you were Satan. This is what you would do. You would do everything you could do to eviscerate truth out of the media. It's a coincidence, or the questions remain a dumb thing. Uh, steel doesn't weaken until 2,400 degrees. Is evidence that, that jet fuel couldn't cause a collapse of the, the tower from the big yeah. near the top. Except the thing is, it did. <laughs> Except the thing is, it didn't, Tucker. Except the thing is that it didn't. And again, you could see the explosions going off when they fell. And jet fuel could never, in a million years, do that. And it, and even if it, even if it could, how is it going to get to all the structures below it? How is it going to get, you know, hundred stories down or however tall those buildings are? 
and and just at the same time it's all just going to pancake on one another that is a classic controlled demolition demolition with thermite the buildings were rigged ahead of time for that exact thing and for the maximum shock and awe effect to get us over into the middle east and get us into that so-called war or whatever on terror they did. I mean, that's, that's pretty much. Well, trained Bin Laden. I mean, he was trained over here. Uh, that's well known. I mean, we again, just like Israel formed Hamas, we talked about that. Uh, so many of these quote terror organizations were literally created by the U.S. or Israel, okay, and then they're used in order to create whatever crisis that they're called upon to create. Now, the rank and file people in those organizations may not know that, but the people at the very, very top of them do. Enough evidence for me. That the government brought down the twin towers. You know what? The government, the government was involved in bringing that into because they would not be trained. Because who, who trained them? The government trained them. The CIA trained them. Special ops trained. They're getting into a tiny little portion of some of the truths out there, and I'm going to give you a documentary you can watch. I was able to find it. They had scrubbed it off YouTube for the most part that I could find. That gets into a lot of the very minute details about this and there's so much more beyond that it again it's mind-boggling all right I've, I've had this debate so many times it's not you know i don't know i just it it seems to me that it it's kind of beneath sort of beneath like adult discourse even yeah really. of course of course because he's the only adult in the room and we can't talk about truth not unless it's a truth that Comet ping pong boy over here that probably molests kids for fun and kills them and drinks their blood like most of those people that go to comet ping pong at the higher levels do and again that whole teaching i did before you judge that listen to that teaching i did on comet ping pong i mean if he's going there there's nothing this guy wouldn't do or say there's nothing and he is an elitist he's admitted he's an elitist and he doesn't there's make no bones about it I guess, and it and it definitely discredits otherwise good ideas. I just think that the implications, if if the government was involved, the implications are so vast that it should be looked into whether or not it seems ridiculous. So, for family members of the victims that are asking questions and want the evidence that's been withheld by the government released, you would say that they're less than adults somehow for wanting that. I would say that parasites like you make it much worse for them. So he says parasites like you make it much worse for the families that want to know the truth because the families figured out this is a big gigantic lie as well so he called now now he gets into the personal attacks calls him a parasite for just bringing out facts this slime bag tucker carlson that's what i would say i'm a parasite now yeah, yeah it's it's filthy to say things like that with no evidence oh, yeah. no evidence no evidence at all when there's 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 just so much evidence tucker that I could bury you in it i could bury you in it for days tucker but uh, a devil like you that is nothing but a mouthpiece of satan will never look at the facts so then he, he goes away say he walks away so he's he's made his case and you know he's made up his mind don't confuse him with the facts because you know tucker's obviously the only real adult in the room okay so then we get into 9-11 conspiracy facts proven in under five minutes now this is a very abbreviated 
view of this, okay? But I think that, and actually the way I'm playing it, it's about four minutes. But here's just some things to ponder about this whole subject. Okay, so for this four-minute synopsis, I'm going to start this now. On the morning of September 11th, 2001, 19 men armed with box cutters directed by a man on dialysis in a cave fortress halfway around the world using a satellite phone and a laptop directed the most sophisticated penetration of the most heavily defended airspace in the world. Overpowering the passengers and the military combat trained pilots on four commercial aircraft before flying those planes... Simultaneously, too. Yeah. I mean, if you just really look at that part alone... It's just insane. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. The whole 9-11, the whole premise of it is so ridiculous. To fly those planes into supposedly the Pentagon and the Twin Towers with the kind of pinpoint accuracy and precision. To do that, the pilots could barely do that from what I was told. The, I mean, the guys that were guiding them in. And no. No, this did not happen this way. Wildly off course for over an hour without being molested by a single fighter interceptor. No, of course These not. 19 because they were all being told to stand down by Dick Cheney. That was that came out as well. Dick Cheney was the one telling all of our own uh, fighter aircraft to stay. I mean, why weren't they um, scrambled to take these planes out before they could do? Them? No, no, we're going to stand down because we we've got to. We're, we're pulling this thing off. We're going to do this. We predict, we showed you beforehand, and I'm going to get into those slides, where we said we were going to do this. We gave you all kind of predictive programming in numerous different TV shows where we were going to take out the Twin Towers. Now it's happening, and we're not going to let anything prevent that from happening. Hijackers, devout religious fundamentalists who like to drink alcohol, snort cocaine, and live with pink-haired strippers, managed to knock down three buildings with two planes in New York. Yeah. Well, in Washington, a three buildings with two planes. Remember building number seven that just fell by itself and nothing hit it? Fell into its own total controlled demolition, showed it happening? Yeah, that one too. Who couldn't handle a single engine Cessna was able to fly a 757 in an 8,000-foot descending 270-degree corkscrew turn to come exactly level with the ground, hitting the Pentagon in the budget analyst office where DOD staffers were working on the mystery of the $2.3 trillion that Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld had announced missing from the Pentagon's coffers. And Imagine that, and I've reported on that. The trillions that were missing. From the pentagon budget that's what goes into the black budgets that's the stuff that they don't want you to know about that's like the underground base stuff and things that they're doing in space and things of this nature 3.2 billion missing just so happens that plane and it was a missile because there were no wings that you could even see going into the pentagon there were no wings there were no wing marks going in. it was a missile just happened to hit that exact part of the pentagon where they were where they were uh, supposedly doing the math on the 3.2 billion missing. How convenient! Oh, and Donald Rumsfeld—they're they're they're uh, mentioning him again, and he's another one that they mention. Tucker Carlson and Donald Rumsfeld, the two most frequent members and guests to comment ping pong, the child molester, child sacrificial pizza place in Washington D.C. for the elitists. Press conference the day before on September 10th. 2001. Hold on, let me let me let me just back that up. Three trillion dollars that Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld had announced missing from the Pentagon's coffers in a press conference the day before, on September 10th, 2001. Luckily, the news anchors knew who did it within minutes. Osama bin Laden. So all those records were gone. In other words, so the the 3.2 trillion. Oh, all the records are gone. They got burned up in the the missile attack on the Pentagon. 
Oh no, it was the terrorist that the terrorist that that made that unbelievable maneuver to fly so incredibly low right into the Pentagon because the Pentagon's not like the Twin Towers. It's super super low. That performing that unbelievable corkscrew turn with a guy that barely could qualify in a Cessna. He did that with a jet. Right. First time he ever flew it. Right. Did it within minutes. Osama bin Laden. The pundits knew within hours. Yeah. Osama bin Laden. Yeah, they all knew that it was they they knew it was Osama bin Laden in his cave. They knew it. It was just obviously a foregone conclusion. No, he was the scapegoat. He was CIA trained by us. We were the ones that were giving him dialysis. I, I, I Again, if you can, uh, Osama bin Laden, I talked about that over and over. I am just giving you a tiny eyedropper full of just some of the uh, unbelievable red flags and lies regarding 9-11. The administration knew within the day. Terrorist who committed these acts. And this, and this devil, this George H. Bush, totally behind it. Rumsfeld, totally behind it. Dick Cheney, totally behind it. Our government, totally behind it. Military told to stand down. I mean, Osama bin Laden is a CIA asset. We were giving him, you know, we were basically providing him health care. But he was the scapegoat. Those who harbor them. And the evidence literally fell into the FBI's lap. That a hijacker's passport was found blocks from the World Trade Center crash site. Oh, how convenient. One of the hijacker's passports when everything else was incinerated. But his passport just so happened to survive blocks away. And then that proves everything. But for some reason, a bunch of crazy conspiracy theorists demanded an investigation into the greatest attack on American soil in history. That investigation was delayed, underfunded, set up to fail, a conflict of interest, and a cover-up from start to finish. It was based that on... That was the 9-11 Commission. ...money extracted through torture, the records of which were destroyed. It failed to mention the existence of... Hold on, let me, let me back up on that. This goes so rapid fire. ...start to finish. It was based on testimony extracted through torture, the records of which were destroyed. <laughs> it failed to mention the existence of WTC-7, Able Danger, P-TECH, Sibel Edmonds, OBL and the CIA, and the drills of hijacked... OBL is Osama bin Laden and the CIA. Here, they are literally showing Osama bin Laden uh, standing before like a... Well, basically what they're... I think they're doing a... Uh, like an animation of him working for the CIA and him, you know, doing one of his propaganda videos and the CIA are the ones filming it for him. Okay, so that's, it, it's just so overwhelming, the amount of lies regarding this thing. It, it just boggles, again, the mind. OBL and the CIA, and the drills of hijacked aircraft being flown into buildings that were being simulated at the precise same time that those events were actually happening. It was lied to by the Pentagon, the CIA, the Bush administration, and as for Bush and Cheney, well, no one knows what they told it because they testified in secret, off the record, not under oath, and behind closed doors. Of course. It didn't bother to look at who funded the attacks because that question is ultimately of little practical significance. No, of course. Still, the 9-11 Commission did brilliantly answering all of the questions the public had, except most of the victim's family members' questions, and pinned blame on all the people responsible, although no one so much as lost their job, determining the attacks were failure of imagination. Because failure of imagination. That was what the attacks were as a result of. Failure of imagination. Uh, that, that was one of the 9-11 com uh, commissioners, I guess, saying that. Imagination. Because? Nobody in our government, at least, and I don't think the prior government that could envision flying airplanes in the buildings. <laughs> Except the Pentagon, FEMA, NORAD, and the NRO. The DIA destroyed 2.5 terabytes of data on able danger, but that's okay because it probably wasn't important. 
The SEC destroyed their records on the investigation into the insider trading before the attacks, but that's okay because all kind of insider trading before the attacks because the insiders knew how this would affect the stock market, and um, many of them, and a lot of them were the, of the Zionist ilk, were hedging bets and things of this nature in 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 with the stock market in, because they knew what was coming and they made probably millions if not billions off 9/11. Destroying the records of the largest investigation in SEC history is just part of routine record keeping. NIST has classified the data that they used for their model of WTC7's collapse, but that's okay because knowing how they made their model of the collapse would jeopardize public safety. Exactly. The FBI has argued that all material related to their investigation of 9-11 should be kept secret from the public, but that's okay because the FBI probably has nothing to hide. This man never existed, nor is anything he had to say worthy of your attention, and if you say otherwise, you are a paranoid conspiracy theorist and deserve to be shunned by all of humanity. Likewise, him, 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 and her, and They're her. showing different people. Now, if, if I were to literally sit down and do a dedicated, I could, I think, easily do 20 parts on this. But I just, I don't have that kind of time. And I, and I have covered this. You can key in 9-11 um, in the keyword search. Now, granted, you might... Uh, that might be a too broad of a keyword search. I don't know how many results are going to come up at contendingfortruth.com, but I mean, I man, I, I have covered this from a lot of different angles, but you, you could literally go on and on with this. And her and him. Osama bin Laden lived in a cave fortress in the hills of Afghanistan, but somehow got away. Then he was hiding out in Tora Bora, but somehow got away. <laughs> then he lived in Abbottabad for years, taunting the most comprehensive intelligence dragnet, employing the most sophisticated yeah. technology in the right. history of the world for yeah. a decade, releasing Even video. though we were giving him dialysis treatment for his kidneys. And that was proven during this time. After video with complete impunity and getting younger and younger as he did so, before finally being found in a daring SEAL team raid which wasn't recorded on video, in which he didn't resist or use his wife as a human shield, and in which these crack special forces operatives panicked and killed this unarmed man, supposedly the best source of intelligence about those dastardly terrorists on the entire planet. Mm -hmm. Then they dumped his body in the ocean before telling anyone about it. <laughs> then a couple dozen of that team's members died in a helicopter crash in Afghanistan. Imagine that. This is the story. So that's the story. That that In, in a very, very brief beyond cliff note version nutshell that's what they expect you to believe okay um i don't here's a couple things these are some of the links i was able to salvage from my from my file now great i've got still 25 pages of stuff but these were some of the more recent ones and i, I was these ones still work the top 10 reasons why 9-11 was a u.s government inside job by Richard P. Sheridan, there's another one. Why you must care about 9-11 truth plus massive evidence that 9-11 was an inside job. Then I was I had a hard time finding this one. They'd scrubbed it off uh, YouTube. You could watch it on YouTube if you paid for it. 9-11 um, loose change second edition. This is just one more proof. Uh, this is the follow-up to the most provocative 9-11 documentary on the market today. The film shows the direct connection between the attacks of September 11th, 2001 and the United States government. Evidence is derived from news footage, scientific fact, and most importantly, Americans who suffered through the tragic day. It's everyone's view, duty to view this film. I gave you two different links, just in case one ends up not working. One on Vimeo and one on archive.org. Found that. The links are here. Then, credible critics of the official nine account of 9-11. 25 U.S. military officers challenge a official account of 9-11. They say... The official account of 9-11, now this is 25 military officers, say it was impossible, a bunch of, bunch of hogwash, ludicrous, 
a well-organized cover-up, a whitewashed farce. That came out on January 14, 2008. I give you a PDF version that you can view or a article on op-ed news and the op-ed news article is still working let me just check the the pdf version if that's still up no the pdf version is not up. i'm just going to take those links out then because I, I don't really like to post things if, unless the, the the link is actually working so but the op-ed the op-ed article is actually working and i'm just taking these out now Okay, so the next one, eight U.S. and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna click on it because I I could you know take again two or three studies to you can I give you all the information you can explore this yourself. Uh, I would say if you're gonna do anything, watch the 9/11 Loose Change Second Edition. I give you two free links to watch it. There are other ways you can watch it online. They're paid links, but um, that is from head to toe, just about the best thing I know of. Then another one, eight U.S. State Department veterans challenge the official account of 9-11. What do they say? They say, they say the official account of 9-11 is flawed, absurd, totally, these are quotes from them, totally inadequate, a cover-up. That came out on January 5th, 2008. There's the article, the full article on that, full report on that. Then seven senior federal engineers and scientists call for a new 9-11 investigation. They say the official account of 9-11 is impossible, hogwash, fatally flawed. That came out on December 13th, 2007. I'll give you the link to the report on that. Then, eight senior Republican administration appointees challenge the official account of 9-11. They say it's not possible, a whitewash, and it's false. That came out on December 4th, 2007. I'll give you the report on that. And then lastly, seven CIA veteran veterans challenge the 9-11 Commission report, they say that it is a joke and a cover-up, and I give you the report on that. All of this is free for your uh, viewing. Now, when I did my 14-city um, tour in 06 on the Avion flu, uh, in order to kind of establish how wicked and corrupt our government is, um, I had a section on there on 9-11 regarding this type of information. And um, the link to that is still up on on the uh, internet. At least the, I made another one that was it was was it the Prophecy Club tour? Uh, they they sanitized Prophecy Club sanitized everything that had my teaching up there. Probably because I didn't want to go back on tour with them, and it was their way of getting back at me. And I, I guess I don't know uh, because there's a ton of Prophecy Club uh, things from many many different lectures still up there and you know they've been up there for years well anyway for further confirmation of 9-11 being a predicted inside job see my video my short video on proof the illuminati telegraphs their punches prior to cataclysmic events and it's the avion bird flu anyway i give you a link to that but i'm going to play a little bit of that so i have a special guest on um not special but uh it's me sorry just mm, probably about ooh, 15 years ago I would have recorded this or, or thereabouts in that range. Yeah, yeah, 15 years ago. That's when I said I posted it. All right, so I'm going to play this. Just about three, three, a little over three minutes. Now, is there proof that the globalist elite telegraphed their punches? On September 4th, 2005, www 
dot the state dot com which is known as south carolina now my powerpoint presentation is in the background so you can read this is the straight from the powerpoint i used uh in the 14 city tour and on the prophecy club dvd okay so you're you're you can see all the the uh veritas the documentation homepage. this is on the internet published a news story entitled Quote, 12 lessons that South Carolina can learn from Katrina, end of quote. A quote from that article reads, In 2001, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, ranked the most likely and deadly disasters that could befall the United States. The top three were a terrorist attack on New York, an earthquake in San Francisco, and a hurricane in New Orleans. The list was announced at a conference on September 10th, and the next day was 9-11. So they had telegraphed in this, on September 4th, at South Carolina's homepage, they had telegraphed um, that these are like some of the, the most deadly disasters that could befall America. And the, the top three were a terrorist attack on New York, which literally happened, um, I guess you could say it was September 4th, 2005, that this was, so it was what, seven days later. So they're telegraphing to you saying that an attack on New York would have been would have been one of the three most deadliest attacks that could befall America. And seven days later after this is published, that exact thing happens. Okay. Now notice the top three terrorist attacks were the top three were a terrorist attack on New York. This was announced um, at a conference on September 10th and the next day. September 11th, 9-11. So on September 10th, 2001, FEMA accurately predicted the three most likely and deadly disasters that could befall the United States. These so I guess the way it worked out, it was September 10th, which was the day prior FEMA accurately predicted the three most likely and deadly disasters that could befall the United States. Unbelievable. Deadly disasters foretold were terrorist attack on New York, an earthquake in San Francisco, and a hurricane in New Orleans. And we had Katrina, the hurricane in New Orleans. The earthquake in San Francisco is coming, okay? They got the San Andreas Fault and the Hayward Fault. In fact, I had a whole section um, on that as well in this presentation. Those are locked and loaded, have been locked and loaded, ready to go. And then the terrorist attack on New York City occurred literally the next day. I mean, you know, I'm sure it's just a big coincidence. And again, the next day we had 9-11. On the very next day after the FEMA prediction, the attacks of 9-11 occurred, the Twin Towers and the Pentagon were attacked. This is also precisely as the Illuminati card game predicted in 1995. Now, this is a... Yep. A, these are cards that a company, uh, I don't know if it was a toy company, came out with in 1995. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and you've heard me talk a lot about them since then, uh, these Illuminati card games, and they've come out with newer cards, and then they turn out to be prophetic, essentially... And um, and it shows the Twin Towers on the Illuminati card game being attacked, okay? And essentially the ones in the process of, of the towers looks like it's in the process of going down. And this is one of the many, I, I literally learned so much later that there were so many shows, like X-Files and, and The Simpsons and so many other ones that, that graphically predicted sometimes years ahead of time of the twin towers going down 
from a Kabbalistic principle, I've said this before, the Luciferians have to warn you about what you're going to do, what they're going to do to you before they do it, because they feel as though that squares the Luciferian game and it makes everything on the up and up um, by the way ever, whatever calculus they play chess, satanic chess. Okay. And that's why they do it. And they also like the fact that they're telling you what they're going to do before they do it and you're helpless to stop it. They, that's another factor in there. There is called the Illuminati card game. Now, if you want to know more about the Illuminati card game, see the Stephen Dolan's expose. So Stephen, S-T-E-F-E-N-D-O-L-L-I-N-S. That last name, D-O-L-L-I-N-S. I don't know if you can still find it. You probably can. And at the time, it was at CuttingEdge.org. And um, I stopped using them as a source a long time ago because the owner, I guess, got wind that I was using some of his reports in my and i would give them i'd give them the link and the whole nine yards when i was reporting from them and evidently he didn't like that uh because i was giving his website a lot of free traffic so he contacted me and um took me off the email list and tried to cut me off in every way he could where i could even access the site and i'm like good good for you i will go elsewhere i'm so sorry that i sent a whole bunch of traffic your way and probably business your way because you sold about 900 different things on your website unlike myself and I'm really sorry that I drove all that traffic to your website for free by design. And I gave you credit. I know it's horrible of me. I should have been drawn and quartered and tar and feathered. But, you know, what are you going to do? And there's the link you can go to to get it. And I'm, I'm suffice it to say that's a picture of the card yeah. that was produced in 1995. And it's a picture of the um, one of the trade center towers being you know attacked by a terrorist nuke now this is the official cover of fema's notice it's 0897 this is well before 9-11 this is official cover of fema's 0897 booklet that features a drawing of the southern skyline of manhattan Notice the crosshairs trained on the south tower of the world trade center right. these crosshairs are not dead center on the tower, but off-center on the very spot where the plane struck it 39 months later. <laughs> and I, I give you a picture of their actual FEMA uh, emergency terrorism, terrorism self-study. It's authorized by the U.S. Department of Justice. And all the, the whole nine yards, I give you the cover here uh, so you can see, for, see it for yourself. I kind of like it when I tag team with myself. And it's it's like I, I sound so much younger in those videos. It's kind of like tag teaming with a different person kind of, you know, because I sound so different. Sorry. This U.S. Department of Justice manual, and this was dated um, 6 of 2000, taught local law enforcement, enforcement uh, how to deal with terrorist attacks. Yep. This cover is imprinted with the seal of the U.S. Justice Department and the seal of the National Sheriff's Association. Notice the crosshairs trained on the same place. It's exactly pretty much the same picture. Uh, managing weapons of mass destruction incidents, an executive level program for sheriffs. And again, crosshairs trained in the exact spot that one of the planes uh, hit. Regardless if you believe it was a plane or a missile, whatever, it's, it's where you know they, they did hit. This image is located on page 45 of the Air Force Manual 10-100, Airman's Manual, August 1999. Again, this is all before 9-11. Yeah, it's a very, very similar picture to the other crosshair on the spot in the Twin Towers where I believe it, the uh, impact occurred, or one of the impacts. Yet they have the crosshairs on the trade uh, centers. 
This manual's archived. There's the link. You can go. And these to are all governmental manuals that just so happen to have this exact image that totally ended up coming out. And they didn't all come out the same year. It was, but it was, you know, this was 90, 1999. And, and actually look at the, uh, on page 45. Okay. So then we get into, um, what might happen on the West coast next to, uh, you know, particularly San Francisco. Okay. And we, we talk, I talk here about the, the Hayward fault and I believe San Andreas and that type of stuff. So that would be the only one out of the three that still hasn't come to pass. So, uh, that would be the one I would, I would think, uh, when things go full wild weasel, as good old Hawk says, um, that might be one of the main ones that comes to pass to bring us from the old world order into the new world order when we have the order out of chaos. That, that wouldn't surprise me um, if that did go down. All right, now let's go back to the uh, report here. So, and here's just one more, one more little thing about this. And this is a picture of the album cover for Supertramp the the rock group okay from 1979 supertramp's album cover breakfast in america okay and it has this this uh quintessential essence like waitress lady okay uh in a waitress outfit with a menu that says breakfast in america and in her right hand she's holding up this glass of of orange juice on a little tray and in the background you see new york city and you see the twin, the twin uh, trade towers, okay, trade centers, and you can see Super Tramp is in the background, okay. Now, if you reverse, and and it's it's done here for you. If you reverse the um, letters, the way they appear over the the trade towers, okay, the trade centers, it says nine eleven, and it's reversed here for you. Okay, 9-11, Supertramp, Breakfast in America, and again, 9-11, just one of the many, many, many predictors. And here, this goes all the way back to 1979 that they were predicting this. Okay, so it says, who did 9-11? The Jewish-owned Zionist-owned Hollywood was bragging long before about this fact. Okay, again, I'm not getting into the whole that whole debate but the, the fact remains is that the jewish zionist um uh, sex i mean man i got a report the other day from a listener and it was just all the people that are in government and in hollywood and it's just it's just it's beyond undeniable now it doesn't mean that i'm against you know the jews and that i don't th that i think god's done with the jews or i'm going to demonize them and i'm gonna have no balance in my reporting but boy oh boy they are behind a lot of stuff they are. Now, does that mean the Muslims are innocent? Because typically, oh, you got to pick a side. Oh, it's just the poor, the poor, um, um, uh, poor Hamas, you know, they didn't do anything to ever provoke Israel ever. They didn't, it hasn't like they've been firing rockets at them for like, you know, 30, 40 years incessantly. So much so that the, the, the Israelites have to have, you know, daily missile, uh, alarms so they can go in their home because they fire indiscriminate rockets or there's been massive amounts of terror attacks against them every chance they get no we have to ignore all that we have to give islam a total pass even though it's baked into their religion to kill and slay the the infidel 
and the Jew first, and then the you know the um, the great Satan next, which is America. But an infidel is just a non-believer in Islam. So we we have to give them a pass when we talk about the Jews. And this is what I see over and over and over again by people that only want to talk about um, the atrocities going on in Gaza. Listen, I'm not I'm not in agreement with with a lot of the stuff going on over there. I have when that all first broke. I did a whole series of studies on that, but I also know that Israel has the Zionistic part of it does have very nefarious agendas afoot. Okay. And I'm not giving them a pass on any atrocity they're doing, but man, oh man, Muslims and Hamas and Hezbollah, they've got atrocities, you know, a, a mile long as well. So again, if you're going to talk about it, be balanced, but I just don't see that happening with almost anybody. It's like they won't talk about the evil on both sides. They'll only talk about one or the other. Got to pick a team. Remember, it's right, LaParon. Got to pick a team. So anyway, I give you a picture of this album cover. And, um, okay, so now we're going to switch gears. Elon Musk PSYOP exposed. Fake truthers promoting the king of technocracy, brain chips and carbon taxes, telepathy chip inserted into the brain by Elon Musk's Neuralink. Okay, so this is going into the whole Elon Musk, you know, PSYOP thing. So, Elon Musk has uh, put forward this idea for a carbon tax. Now, as many of you may know, many years ago... In and again, Canada, like all the major Illuminati globalist players that want to take away all of your rights, strip you of all your privacy and all your liberties, he's right there. But yet, he tries to play both sides of the fence, where he's this good guy and he wants these things for you and he wants good things for you. And then on the other side, you see his real agenda and a double-minded man is unstable in all their ways. And he is a liar and he's of his father, the devil and of his lusts, he will do. And his father, Satan was a liar from the beginning. So we shouldn't expect anything less from him. Justin Trudeau put this forward. And since they've constantly raised the price, it hasn't actually stopped pollution. If anything, it's just, pushing us further into uh, a world where we end up working as a slave 75% of the time to then pay for stuff 25% of the time. It's an absolute fraud, the taxation system. But the uh, many of you might remember back in 2017, March 2017, before the carbon tax in Canada, I went in front of Justin Trudeau at a press conference and the government came up to me and said I could ask only one of five questions. I said I have my own question and they told me to stand to the side. During uh, the press conference, between questions, I I asked them, how do you justify people having to choose between feeding their family and heating their home in the winter in rural communities due to your carbon tax? And he said I was being rude. I was attacked. I was thrown to the ground. It's, it's uh, like Tucker Carlson, except night. He didn't have the muscle. Tucker didn't have the muscle behind him to attack that guy. He just he just attacked him verbally around my neck. I was kicked out. And as I was going uh, out the door and about to be arrested for asking him a question, um, I remember Justin Trudeau smirked and smiled and kind of winked at me, to which I responded, uh, shame on you and your globalist counterparts, you're a scumbag, an absolute scumbag. It went super viral, and it forced him to talk about this, but it did not stop him from pushing forward this carbon tax. No, of course, course he's working for bigger players far above him. Carbon, the, the thing that plants have to have in the form of carbon dioxide in order to breathe, that is plant air, essentially. Okay, And then it takes it, they are carbon scrubbers. Trees are carbon. They, they said we're going to install all these carbon 
catch systems and all these things to get the carbon out of the environment when trees are doing that very things. And what do trees give us in return? Oxygen. What we need to live. Okay. Uh, through like photosynthesis and these types of things. And they also give us, you know, obviously plants and, 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 and things that we eat and things of that nature and what the animals survive on and the humans survive on in, in, animals or i'm sorry trees and plants and these types of things do that the ocean also has a, a lot to do with that as well but um so the most insane thing you could you could say to do is we want to go to zero carbon because zero carbon means every form of life form on the planet dies essentially because without it you don't have trees you don't have plants we all die okay and again that's what their goal is so there is no there is no science it's just total insanity it's just everything is insane just, just like that 9-11 stuff I just went over. The evidence is absolutely overwhelming if you have any kind of eyes to see, ears to hear, or hearts to receive the truth. But if you have no interest in that, if you're, if, if you're like Tucker, if you're one of the elitists, or if you're just somebody that's brainwashed, and you have no interest in that, don't confuse them with the facts because their mind is made up. And in that particular case, contend not with a fool, lest thou be like him. Okay, in that particular case, there is a time you do contend with a fool, lest he be wise in his own conceit. But that's typically at the start of a debate. And then once you realize this is pointless, they're, they're, they're brainwashed. There's, there's no point in wasting time on this. That's when you contend not with a fool. So it's not like he even has a choice in the matter anyway. But the point is it needed to be spoken of. It needed to be talked about. And since then, they've raised it again and again and again. It's dramatically hurt farmers, which Elon Musk obviously knows either nothing about or he's complicit in, it's just like he was complicit. with the vaccine. And now he's like, oh, I'm against the vaccine. Yeah. They're always again, a double minded man is unstable in all his ways. Alex Jones does the same thing all the time, whatever the narrative. Oh, Elon Musk did something bad today. Oh, yeah, I can't believe. And then, you know, two days later, he's endorsing him again. Same thing with Trump. Same stuff over and over. I know he endorsed the, the kill shot. I know he's done all this wicked stuff, but he's our only hope. You know, if, if he were if he were really bad, why would the why would the mainstream media be attacking him? Because it's right left paradigm. It's problem reaction solution. They're doing that exact thing on purpose to you know look like oh we're the left is persecuting them. Therefore, that means he's got to be good. Or whoever they're persecuting has to be good. No, they control both sides. And they know that just by doing that one thing I just mentioned, they will get a lot of people that will get on the side of Trump or Elon Musk or, or whoever, whoever is being attacked, just because the left is supposedly attacking them. Because that's how easy it is for them to mani manipulate the vast majority of people on the planet. I'm, I'm sorry to say that, but that's the truth years late it's like brett weinstein and this whole dream team of idiots that are in independent media that are bowing at the foot of elon musk and <clears throat> again you see people like we are changed like luke radowski bowing at the feet of elon musk saying that he needs to work for the next trump administration right. and then it's yeah. just these people are so statist and they continue to follow the new narrative that's been put forward as amazing i'm really surprised this guy is even on the alex jones network because He's going against Alex Jones' current um, golden boy. Alex Jones put out a video um, not too long ago where has Elon Musk and, and Alex Jones joined up and teaming up together? Is, is he secretly, secretly working for InfoWars, Elon Musk? And he wants to be associated with this devil, this 
slimy, evil, wicked, Luciferian devil, Elon Musk. And I'm, I'm just going to go over a little bit of his wickedness today. Um, Alex Jones does not care at all because, again, he is a gatekeeper. He is controlled opposition. He is, I've got a over 50-page file on that devil documenting all the, and again, he's one of those guys that speaks out of both sides of his mouth. You might listen to one of his broadcasts and there might be not one thing in a particular broadcast that you may really seriously disagree with. But it's the 5 to 10% rat poison. With, and that, that's what rat poison is. It's, it's you know, 95%, you know, good food for rats and 5% poison or maybe it's even less. But it's, it's that 5% poison or 2% or whatever it is that kills you. And this is why Jesus said, again, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees, which is their doctrine. And and beware the Pharisee, beware the leaven of Alex Jones, which is his doctrine. Leaven just takes a little bit of leaven to leaven the whole lump of yeast to make it rise. And that leaven is basically the, like the poison that we're talking about here. So just bear that in mind about people like Mike Adams, Alex Jones, Elon Musk, uh, General Flynn, uh, man, so many people out there, Trump, <laughs> Trump, you know, I mean, that's a whole other thing. So many people in the quote, truther in the freedom movement. And some of the people that are promoting them may not even, maybe they're just overlooking stuff. They may not even be fully on board with this. It's just that they're looking at, well, yeah, I know he's done some bad stuff, and I yeah, I know he's evil, but he's the lesser of two evils, and what are the choices we have? I don't look at it that way. The vote for the lesser of two evils is still a vote for evil, and I see no Bible for, yeah, yeah, well, you do what you gotta do if it's the lesser of two evils, you know. I don't remember Jesus Christ talking in those terms at all, you know. All right, let's go further. HTFplan.com uh, posted this, Musk's first Neuralink brain chip implanted into a human. Yes, Elon Musk. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that this week, this just came out. One of Elon Musk's Neuralink brain chips was supposedly, and that's, that's a lie, I'm sure this happened a long time ago. But they're admitting that it, it has been implanted in a human. The first human received an implant from Neuralink yesterday and is recovering well. Initial results show promising neuron spike detection. Great. I, I can't wait to see how this goes. Now, of course, this is one of many examples of how they're going to control people utilizing the so-called alternative. You can control your phone. You can control – they call it te telepathy. And it sounds great if you have an injury or Alzheimer's or you have, you're, you're deaf or blind or whatever. Yeah, it sounds great. But there are so many natural cures to all these things that yeah. we're just going to pretend don't exist. Right. Because Elon Musk put out this brain implant that allows the internet to connect to your brain. As he's putting all these satellites up, all of, uh, you know, again, you have um, right. the... I mean, the, the in today's prayer, part of what we prayed against was Elon Musk's satellite company, you know, that was... Um, up there i mean you know he's doing the tesla stuff which is wicked you know the, the radiation from the cars the, the risk of the batteries blowing up the automation of the cars we're going to talk about that he's doing this Neuralink thing you know he's doing the satellites that are bathing us in the 5g and all kind of emf right i mean he's doing so much much wicked garbage this guy and yet now he's kind of the golden boy of of the uh of the one of the golden boys of the truther movement and the 
Patriot movement and all this other stuff, and it's just total lie. Massive layout of satellites, which are connected to 5G, which then are connected to your brain, and then connected to Twitter, which is registered as a bank. And, I mean, come on. Does it get more obvious than this, what they're doing? They are corralling us into a new Logan's Run type scenario. And don't think they won't try to connect or control your brain. They have self-driving cars that uh, can drive you off to the gulag already. The Pentagon and and the Canadian government and many other places around the world uh, say they want to control your gas pedal. And um, Ford, with their electric cars, are coming out with new ways to... If you're if you're wanted, if you're if you're you have a warrant, if you speed, it could literally drive you to the police station and and, and lock you in. Yeah. I mean, well, and again, in, in, in Obama and uh, Mike, Mike's movie that they just put out, one of the scenes that I played was all these Teslas straight off the showroom floor that just went out and basically were crashing into one another. Brand new ones still had the sticker on the window. And um, what that was designed to do is prevent you fleeing from the big city. Okay, it was cutting off your your any way that you could get out by creating this gigantic, you know, car uh, zone where all the cars were wrecked into one another. While the the windows are bulletproof, so you can't shoot your way out, you're essentially just going to be hauled off like a train car to the gulag. It has the the windows are bulletproof in the Teslas or whatever. So I I guess it could be used as a and what he's saying is that if they're if they can do that and they can do that, it, like, let's say you're on a list or you get out of line. Okay. Well then <laughs> once you get in the car, if, if you're on one of their lists, it can just lock the doors and drive you to wherever the uh, big brother wants to have you picked up and you won't be able to get out. So that's kind of neat. That's kind of a neat feature. Insane that people don't recognize how incredibly dangerous this is. I mean, Elon Musk says, enables control of your phone or computer and through them almost any device just by thinking. Huh. Initial users will be those who have lost their use of their limbs. Remember, they're going to be able to read your thoughts if this chip can read your thoughts and it's connected to the Internet. Imagine if Stephen Hawking could communicate faster than a speed typist or auctioneer. That is a goal. Well, Stephen Hawking probably was a, a hoax. Um, and the guy that was in the wheelchair, uh, nonetheless, liked uh, little girls and uh like molesting children at epstein's island so yeah that that just came out recently i mean it's just it, the hypocrisy the irony of all of it just keeps building up building up building up all the time the, the notion that a hero is coming in and implanting your brains with a chip how thick how stupid does one have to be <laughs> to fall hook line and sinker for this obvious 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 psyop by a guy who says i'm here for free speech oh i'm trolling people online look how cool i am i'm i'm posting about how i'm sitting on the toilet while i'm writing on on x i mean seriously how could people fall for that but they do because again the new narrative gatekeepers they they already said linda yaccarino the wef ceo of twitter said recently that she wants to stop hate speech and ban people for hate speech on Twitter if they're anti-Semitic. Because she says, in order to have free speech, we need to have some restrictions on hate speech. It started with only things that are illegal should be banned on Twitter, which is what Elon Musk said, which is also dystopian because it's like governments deciding what speech is okay and not okay. Right. That isn't 
a justifiable act. That is still statism. That is still a direct attack on people based on a social media uh, company that is basically a precursor to a social a social credit and determining what you can or cannot say while attached to a banking system. I mean, if I, I don't know what it could be more dystopian than that. If you told people that in 2007 when Twitter wasn't uh, censoring as much, they would have said that's insane censorship. But now, because they <laughs> it took away a bunch of freedom and then gave you a little bit back, it's the perfect psyop. Meanwhile, we have this, as I mentioned, Elon Musk wants Twitter slash X to replace your bank account. Here's how it'll work. And it says, and I quote, it would blow my mind if we don't have that rolled out by the end of next year. Mm. So he's already registered. <laughs> Twitter has a bank account or a banking system in multiple places. Now, again, think of the danger of having social media as a bank at the same time that is a precursor to social credit carbon credits i mean same with mark zuckerberg meeting with the chinese government multiple times it's like wechat essentially you roll out a system where you have everyone's data for 17 years or so and 18 years and then you are able to utilize that data both private messages and public messages in order to create a, 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 a essentially a profile a digital profile around an individual and then determine what they're allowed and what they're not allowed, how much they could use their bank and how much they can't. And it's, it's all digital, of course. It's a digital CBDC style banking system. And, and people that are calling themselves truthers and freedom people are just falling for this because they're just slipping the rug under and pulling it out. Yeah. And it's- Because guys like Alex Jones and these types are, are pumping up Elon Musk. And, and, you know, it's just, so important to have good discernment so blatantly obvious when you have a social media site which creates a social construct everyone goes along with what's most popular you have the mainstream and then you have the mainstream alternative where you have essentially um uh, an area of, of of speech that you're allowed to talk about and then other things you're allowed to talk about too but if you do there's a good chance that you're going to be shadow banned or you're going to have a low credit score continuing on we, we saw Linda Yaccarino alongside Mark Zuckerberg in front of uh, Congress recently calling for um, online age and ID verification during a, a hearing on child safety. And it mentions uh, proposals that could erode privacy online and chill free speech. <laughs> so, again, they want a digital ID verification on Twitter. This is what Yaccarino says, who is a World Economic Forum shill. Right. Who wants to ban you from criticizing? So the most wicked people on earth feel it's necessary for us to uh, have to, you know, register online and verify, and, and it'll just get worse and worse and worse. And this is why I always say resist this garbage every single way you can, any way you can, because it is all satanic. It is all bringing us into the mark of the beast system that will eventually you know, be implemented, as the Bible predicts. In Israel, under the guise of hate speech, whatever that is. These people don't sound that different. They just but they're the ones that are, that are going to determine what the hate speech is. A different way so that people fall for it. And the notion of putting forward ID verification is perfect to have an ID matched to a bank account that is your social media matched 
to a social credit score and a carbon credit score matched to a carbon tax matched to a brain implant attached to a, a, a grid of satellites that all control your every move. It's a new internet. It's a new internet of things. It's the way they're going to run this and they need to sound right. like the super anti-establishment to get you in. That's right. why he's using Yaccarino to talk about this stuff because Elon Musk can't exactly just go in front of Congress and say, we need everyone to be tracked and traced because people will tie that to him. But when it's Linda Yaccarino, they could say, oh, it's it's just 4D baseball, 5D baseball. It's 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 5D chess. It's it's just it's it's all just a way for him to stop the establishment. That's nonsense. Richest guy in the world. Pentagon contracts working with DARPA. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Guy who goes to red carpets in a Satan suit <laughs> that says, and and, and like other and a, a Baphomet suit actually. It was it was the go to Mendez Baphomet that that uh, Elon Musk wore to Halloween and it was like two Halloweens ago with his creepy, creepy mom. And it was full Halloween Satan suit with upside down crosses on it, full Baphomet heads on the arms and on the chest plate. Uh, it was about $10,000 suit. And um, yeah, so that's that's how uh, Elon Musk thinks that um, evidently that's okay, that's politically correct, and, and that proves that he's a really good guy, I guess. That's a New World Order on it? I mean, come on. Wake up, my friends. Wake up. Remember, this is the same guy again. He was right. always late, just like Brett Weinstein and people like that, just like uh, just like uh, Lukowski, just like Tim Pool. Right. To be clear, I support vaccines in general, he says, and COVID vaccines specifically. The science is unequivocal. Yeah. So this is Satan, Elon Musk, telling you that he supports vaccines and COVID vaccines specifically. The chief way they want to defile us, defile our DNA, and annihilate us. Okay. He specifically supports that. The science is unequivocal. He's right. The science is unequivocal. It does kill you. And it kills you like no other. It defiles your DNA like no other. And it fills you full of these gigantic rubbery clots like no other. And graphene oxide. And nanotechnology, which migrates to the brain. So a lot of people have already got their... their um, their biotech upgrades depending on how many covid shots they've gotten um that is largely dependent on how much of a nanotech upgrade they have already received and that nanotech is self-assembling it knows it has an intelligence it knows what to do in the body and not only that the the their smartphones and the 5g base stations and the 5g around them are also and possibly the satellites are directing that nanotechnology how to reassemble in the body and only god knows what it's actually doing and what it's setting up and you know that type of thing so we we know it gives you a 12 digit alphanumeric code that can be picked up on phones i've done whole teachings on that part you know that can be i mean if you have the right program on your smartphone you can detect it i don't have a smartphone i only have a dumb phone it's, it's just all i got is a flip phone that's it i'm trying to fight this every way that i can fight it okay so but um this is this is Elon Musk. Uh, what he he loves vaccines and the and the COVID one specifically. In a very in very rare cases, there is an allergic reaction, but this is easily addressed mm -hmm. with an EpiPen. This well, is well, I don't know if the EpiPen though is going to help with the people that die suddenly from it, or even the ones that die a week later, or a month later, or a year later, um, from all the different ways that a COVID shot can kill you, from turbo cancers to gigantic blood clots to massive heart attacks because. The COVID spike proteins attack the ACE2 receptors that 
um, line the heart and the blood vessels. I mean, I, I don't. It kills you in so many different ways. It boggles the mind. So, I mean, you know, I don't think an EpiPen is going to help a whole lot with that, Elon. 7th, 2021, when myself and many others were shouting from mountaintops about the insanity of all this and telling people not to get injected. Think of how many idiots went and got injected because of this post. Now, they, you know, he, he's like, oh, well, I had a bad reaction to it after getting two, two. Yeah, I had a bad reaction to the first one. Then he got a second shot. This is the genius. Have you heard him in his um, in, in his video? In, his, in that podcast with Alex Jones and Andrew Tate and all those other guys, where Alex Jones is like, the World Economic Forum is a horrible thing. What do you think? What do you think about the Great Reset Agenda, Elon? And Elon's like, well, I don't think that people should be ruling the world, but I also think that they have a really good um, idea in the first place because all of our nations should be working together in their own way. Like, he just jumps around and he panders because yeah. he's literally following, uh, following the World Economic yeah. Forum agenda. Alex Jones is no better though. He's he's promoting this devil, and he promotes people like David Icke and um, all kind of New Agers. That and he says the most blasphemous things about God that I've really just about that I've ever heard, and I've documented that over and over again. It's got way over a fifty-page condensed file on Alex Jones alone. Um, so they're they're all controlled opposition gatekeepers at that level. All of them. Alex Jones is no different. Um, okay. Next report, Elon Musk's Neuralink brain chip could see humans controlling devices with their minds has been labeled as a threat to society as at its core and um, by a technology expert. Dr. Robert Jones, a tech expert and data analyst at Hacker, has expressed deep concerns regarding the societal implications of the widespread adoption of Musk's brain chip. Which was implanted in the first human on Monday, the brain chip machine interface has sparked debates about privacy, inequality, and unforeseen consequences of melding human minds with technology. According to Dr. Jones, the prospect of private thoughts being accessible to both companies and governments is truly frightening. I mean, I don't know what to see what the big deal is. I mean, why is that frightening? Why, why would that be frightening to have them peering in, knowing your every thought? And I'm sure that would never be used against you. I'm sure it would when it be used in a George Orwellian type of mind speak type thing. You know, what was it called? Right think, you know? They mean, if you get out of line in your thought processes, I mean, then they just shock you, continually shock you over and over until you have the right thoughts in your head. Could you imagine that where you couldn't even have your own thoughts because they would control and take you over that? Well, that's those days are coming for a lot of people that belly up to the bar and get this garbage into them. Then, Elon Musk's Neuralink chip could be the beginning of the end of society as we know it, and AI expert fears. And this is a guy in AI. The Neuralink chip designed to read brain activity to manipulate vi devices was implanted in the first human on Monday. Um, Kemper warned that the brain-machine interface becomes commercially available. It could lead to a dystopian future and increase societal detachment. Uh, speaking of the future of the Neuralink chip, Kemper added, we are losing society. The Neuralink device would be one of the possible ways to speed this up. Uh, the gentleman we were just hearing in the uh, previous video uh, had also said that that is like, um, they're, they're using this Neuralink chip akin to telepathy because you'll be able to think and then communicate with your computer or maybe your smartphone or whatever. And that's, yeah, that's along the lines of telepathy. We're, we're talking some real crazy stuff here. Then, 
and I, I got to say this because we, we want to give credit where credit is due. Inside wicked Elon Musk's horrible Neuralink lab where 1,500 animals suffered agonizing deaths. Proverbs 12.10 says, A righteous man regardeth the life of his beast. Okay? You don't torture it. You don't torture animals. You aren't sadistic to animals. You regard the life of the beast. Okay? I don't understand that concept. I mean, I, I look at an animal and I'm, I'm like, well, and I understand you can have like a rabid pit bull or something that, you know, is not, or, or some animal that wants to kill you. That's a little bit different than what we're talking about here. I'm talking about just animals in general. They're innocent. They're your mercy. They're, they're typically, um, they're, I mean, even an animal that could potentially kill a, a grown human or whatever, you typically might have a, access to a weapon where you could, Turn the tables very, very quickly. They're, they're, they're animals. They're not to be sadistically abused. Okay? And um, this devil did this. A staggering 1,500 animals died between 2017 and 2020. This wasn't that long ago. Testing for Elon Musk's controversial brain chip Neuralink. Same thing they just implanted in a human. Documents released by the University of California, Davis revealed, and met some horrific ends. Documents released from the University of California, Davis, in the United States, which partnered with the company from 2017 to 2020 to carry out testing, showed monkeys had their skulls drilled into and then filled with what is known as bioglue after operations some had operations on their skulls as many as 10 times before they were euthanized reports the daily mail i mean this is just well known this isn't like whatever it comes after musk announced a human had received the chip for the first time then that was just that this just came out to reiterate you know yeah we just implanted one in a human but let, let let's talk about the animal trials that led up to this sick garbage Surgeons would drill into the monkeys' heads and attach implants to their brains, but they didn't fit properly and would protrude from the animals' skulls. Death reports obtained by the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine and seen by the Daily Star also showed animals had their limbs amputated or suffered repeated vomiting or diarrhea. Sheep and pigs were also killed during the testing. In total, at least 1,500 animals were killed during these tests alone. The Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine said the animals went through extreme suffering. Thank you, Elon. Thank you, you fork-tongued devil straight from the pit of hellfire. And Neuralink showed a, a systematic disregard for their lives. So that was a lot of the fruit that led up to the nice Neuralink chip. Now they're going to be implanting in humans. And they're going to be able to do the same stuff on humans that they did to the animals. This is just a nice little trial run. But they're going to obviously present it in the most best way possible to deceive as many people into getting this garbage. You know, one of the main attributes that they always identify in serial killers is that typically at an early age, they... Um, get into torturing animals you, you you go through almost all serial killers that is the case uh bundy um green river killer you pretty much you name it they typically because they don't just start out with humans okay they progress up to that the demons are incremental 
you start doing this kind of stuff, the demons go into these things as a kid. And I think these types like serial killers, they have no conscience at all. They're vessels of wrath fitted, meaning prepared ahead of time for God's destruction. They're, they're unredeemable. You, you can't, if somebody doesn't have a conscience and they're just a psychopath, well, they, pro they probably fall into that category of, yea, God hath made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. Okay. It, the Bible says that. Okay. So I don't quite understand that whole concept, but that's God's business, not mine. Um, the Bible also says the wicked go astray from the womb. They speak lies as soon as they be born. Okay. And the Bible talks about the wheat and the tares and letting the wheat and the tares grow up together. Because if you try to reap all the, the harvest or whatever, you'll hurt the wheat along with the tares. There's nothing that a weed can do to ever make itself wheat. Okay. Cause that's wheat. The weed, a weed is a tear. Okay, so there's a lot of Bible verses that do talk about that concept. Vessels of their, these men of old, men of renown, uh, vessels of wrath fitted, meaning prepared ahead of time for God's destruction. So that concept is something that's a little bit beyond my way of thinking, but it is God's business and not mine. And these types of people like Elon Musk, like Ted Bundy, like the Green River Killer, like, you know, probably about any serial killer you could name they typically start out with animals okay and progress further um society is one step closer to dystopia the apple vision pro early adopters are spotted all around so i want to kind of give you a heads up about this you might see these freaks uh, out and about doing their doing their daily business the future looks increasingly bleak isolated and ridiculous apple's nearly five thousand dollar mixed reality headset known as Apple Vision Pro, hit the store shelves on Friday, and early adopters have been spotted in the wild. Let's begin with Fox, the Foxes, oh, the Simpsons. The, there was a clip from the Simpsons, the animation, um, which successfully predicted the future once again. The Simpsons predicted the Apple Vision Pro, and it, it even looks like that headset. Now, obviously, I can't, I can play the clip, but you're not going to see it, so I'll give you the link there um, to that little thing and then in recent days mixed reality enthusiasts strapped on the vision pro and attempted to integrate the headset into their daily lives x has counted videos of which is twitter which is elon musk x has counted videos of early adopters driving vehicles and this man was arrested for using the apple vision pro while driving a tesla i don't know exactly how these things work but I understand that you've got um, driverless Teslas, and I'm, I'm, I guess that's what he was in. And he's got the headsets on, and you could see him doing all kind of stuff with his hands. And um, he got arrested because you're not allowed to do that at this point, you know, because I don't think you could see the road, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, you wouldn't want to drive a car with that, but you're, you're trusting in your Tesla from Elon Musk, and then you're apple google whatever glasses or whatever they are vision pro glasses it's not google but apple vision pro and um you're you're trusting in both those satanic modalities and it's just you know there's just people that are going to just run headlong into this and they already are then another one new tesla Cybertruck in self-driving mode apple vision pro goggles isn't it scary it shows this guy driving one of these 
Tesla cyber trucks and he's in there and you can he, the guy pulls up the side and you can see him doing all kind of stuff he's paying no attention to the road at all so be aware of these freaks because only God knows what kind of horrible fruit this is going to produce or, or potential accidents or whatever and then early vision pro adopters have been seen walking through the streets these are different uh, things you can see on Twitter uh, regarding these people using these they're walking around the streets they're just it's just crazy it's just a whole bunch of videos if you want to watch any of them uh, and then we have this one extremely concerning um, no actually I'm gonna I'm gonna probably wait that until the very very end here Okay, I just, I rearranged a little bit there. I like things to flow in the study when we're talking about the same stuff. The next one is CNN satanic lying propaganda, where they tell us, quote, it's time to limit how often we can travel abroad. Carbon passports may be the answer. Again, you got to pay the price for the CO2 or the carbon emissions from the planes and from the thing, even though carbon feeds the plants. It's proven as the carbon dioxide levels of rise, a greening of the plant of the planet has actually occurred as the carbon dioxide levels went up. But see, they don't want you to know that. They want you to think that carbon dioxide's killing the planet. It it makes no sense. That's what plants live off of. Is it's the air they breathe. So they're just hoping, you know, people don't understand that biology one oh one thing that I just cited um they say drastic changes to our travel habits are inevitable suggest restrictions will be forced upon the public and here's the screenshot it's time to limit how often we can travel abroad cnn carbon cap passports may be the answer holiday makers should prepare to change their travel habits now before this change is forced upon them the cnn travel segment said the negative impacts of tourism on the environment have become so severe that some are suggesting drastic changes to our travel habits are inevitable in a report from 2023 that analyzed the future of sustainable travel tour operator intrepid travel proposed that carbon passports will soon become a reality if tourism industry hopes to survive every bit of this is total lies and that's a big reason this ministry exists to pull you out of this lying fork tongue satanic paradigm where if you if you do any kind of mainstream media as your news source you're going to be lied to continually that's all they can do what is a carbon passport the idea of a carbon passport centers on each traveler being assigned a yearly carbon allowance that they cannot exceed Upon penalty of death. Oh, sorry. I added that last part. That'll be coming. That'll be coming, though. These allowances can then ration travel. The average annual carbon footprint for a person in the U.S. is 16 tons. We What pigs we are. 16 tons. I can't believe... I can't, I'm so ashamed of myself that I potentially can produce up to 16 tons of carbon that would do nothing but green the plants and feed them further and give them a more hospitable environment to grow in. How dare I? It's like that girl from the uh, UN. How dare you? 
she indicted the whole planet. Whatever her name is, I don't know. Anyway, for a person in the U.S. at 16 tons, one of the highest rates in the world. In the U.K., this figure sits at 11.7 tons. Still more than five times the figure recommended by the Paris Agreement that wants to strip you of every bit of your rights. All this is based in total lies. Every bit of it, what I'm telling you. The average carbon global footprint needs to drop to under two tons by 2050 or we'll all die horrifically. Sorry, last party. But that's basically what they're saying. This figure equates to, and again, what they're trying to do is go to carbon zero and then all life forms cease to exist. No plants, no nothing. No animals, because the animals, there's no plants for the animals or the humans to eat. So, well, you'll you'll eat the bugs, but the bugs will be gone. Everything will be gone. Carbon zero. I mean, you know, but that's that's what Satan wants. He wants now, it's not going to happen. But even the Bible says, unless the days that basically that we're in now have been short, no flesh alive. I mean, end times leading in tribulation. I get it. But unless those days have been shortened, no flesh would be left alive. And, and this is the days and times we're, we're moving into because they're they're bent on killing us off. Um, so this, and I don't know if it's the two tons, this figure equates to around two round trips flights between London and New York. Now, I would think though, that would be it for the whole year. All you would get is two round trip flights between London. Well, what if you want to live in between? What if you want to drive a car or do something in between? Well, you're just living. You're secreting carbon. You're breathing out carbon dioxide because you're a parasite on the planet. Again, even though that's what the plants live off of. And it's a symbiotic relationship. Plants produce oxygen. We breathe those in. The animals breathe that in. And then we produce carbon dioxide. And then the plants breathe that. And there's your carbon scrubbers. All the trees, they're carbon scrubbers. It's a very symbiotic relationship that God created. And of course, Satan's wanting to take that away and defile that whole thing. All right, going further. Australia plots digital ID launch for this year. Australia has become the latest country to, to delve headfirst into the first goal of the Great Reset, which is to digitize its citizens. When digitized identities get matched with central bank digital currencies, it'll be game over for freedom of thought, movement, etc. I've been saying that for a very long time. All human behavior will be monitored and, and assessed and scored 24-7. And better yet, get your, your Elon Musk neural brain chip so they can really monitor you down to the nth degree. This is why I keep, I've said for years, resist all this wickedness. Try to be as, come out of this as much as possible. Be as low tech as you can be and still function. Um, that's my advice. I understand it's not optional for everybody. I get it, but I hope you can see my point. <laughs> okay, because I, you can see where this ends up leading. Australia becomes the latest country to launch digital ID system. The Australian government recently announced it has set July 1st as the tentative rollout date for its nationwide digital ID. The exact date will depend on the timing of leg legislation, which is due to be adopted by the federal parliament. The UK has made similar plans, which were made public last year in the document entitled enabling the use of digital identities in the uk 
Ethiopia, Nigeria, China, and the European Union and a host of other countries are also in the process of digitizing their citizenry. I reported last year that the U.S. Senators, uh, Christian Cinema, who is a, a vocal bisexual, just so you know, that deviant witch, she brags about being a bisexual, Senators Christian Cinema of Arizona and Cynthia Loomis of Wyoming have introduced Senate Bill 884, which would offer digital identities for all Americans, but thus far the bill has not been advanced through Congress. They are likely waiting for the opportune time, probably after some major cyber disruptive event uh, like that which was being predicted in the Obama movie, Leave the World Behind, which we mentioned earlier with all the Tesla cars crashing into one another because and they were self-driven. Yeah, that one. I have also recently reported on how Americans are being conditioned at U.S. airports to have their faces skinned. Just reported on that last week. All the airports now are going to um, have the facial scanning. And I don't think I don't think you'll be able to opt out. I don't know. But yeah. Which again, this is all slave training. This is all training you and ultimately painting you into corners and, and training you to be a good little uh, a New World Order citizen in the New World Order. This is what it's all about. Uh, and having their faces scanned, which is part and parcel of having a de facto digital ID. As stated in by an official spokesperson, the legislative step will set in motion the enlargement of the Australian government digital ID system to encompass state, territory, and private sector organizations opting to participate. An individual user will have the capability to create the multi-point image on a device to be validated against their passport photo or eventually their driver's license. Digital IDs often involve the collection and storage of personal data, including biometric information such as fingerprints or facial recognition data. This concentration of sensitive data can be tempting target for hackers and cyber criminals. A successful breach could lead to identity theft, fraud, or even blackmail. Moreover, there's a risk of unauthorized surveillance and tracking governments or other entities could potentially misuse digital ID. They will you misuse digital ID systems to monitor individuals without their consent, infringing on personal freedoms and privacy. This is part of the global digital reset that is coming to all nations. They will sell it by saying it's for your safety and security. Part A of the globalist plan is for your people to accept the biometric digital ID. And part B will be to accept, get them to accept the central digital bank currency linked to their digital ID. Well, again, I, I don't know which one's going to come first, but yeah. At this point, cash is eliminated when those things are brought about, along with all privacy and the full infrastructure for a one world B system to be in place. In other words, there will be no turning back at this point, meaning it's time to exit the system completely or become its slave. You will have you will have a choice. If they require you to digitize your identity and use a digitized digitized form of fake money in order to buy or sell, then your God-given free will has at this point been hijacked. It no longer exists under your control. You forfeited your own free will to a demonic Tower of Babel system. Everything that is digital is virtual, not uh, something tangible you hold in your hand like a coin card or even paper money or precious metals. It can be programmed, meaning it can be turned on or off at a whim of an AI-driven so social credit system built upon demonic algorithms. You step out of the line, perhaps refuse to stay. And this is already going on in China. They already live like this for years. This exact system that I'm describing here, except it's even more big brother over there. 
I mean, they're monitoring you when you're on the streets. They're monitoring where you're going. They're monitoring what you're buying. I mean, it is it is already so advanced there. It's insane. So um, uh, you step out of line. Perhaps you refuse to stay up on your, on your devil uh, vaccine shots and your money gets turned off. You criticize the government corporate narrative online and your money gets turned off. You buy more meat or gasoline than you've been allotted by the system because that violates the carbon credit stuff and your money then gets turned off and it's, it's that big of a deal you know um no more buying and selling for you if that's not a b system i don't know what is so i wanted to warn you about that the last thing here extremely concerning does the does this confirm there's a war that's coming 2024 health insurance policies updated with new exclusions and expenses not covered and one of those is treatment of an injury or sickness. Now, this is in America, 2024 health insurance. Now, I don't know if this is ubiquitous of all health insurance companies, but I'm pretty sure this was Cigna. And there was like one other one that had this as well. Maybe they all do. Um, one of the uh, new policy updates not covered is treatment of an injury or sickness, which is due to war, declared or undeclared, riot or insurrection. What, like, what was portrayed on the Obama show? Leave the world behind? Where the world was in total chaos? Where there was all these false flag terrorist events, just like the government perpetuated on, on well, 9-11, except it'll be all over the country, and the government's totally behind it? Yeah, just like 9-11 that we just covered? Yeah. Just like that. Just like in Leave the World Behind that good old Barack Obama and Mike gave us. His husband. Yeah. The one with that whole infra infrasound thing built into the soundtrack that makes you feel horrible. Yeah, that we reported on. Yeah, that's that's the exact same one. This is something that made me go, hmm. As you may know, I have had my insurance license in the state of California for over a decade. And when I was reviewing policies for 2024, I noticed this new exclusion. Look here. This is under exclusions and expenses not covered on a 2024. Now, she she's showing this in the background and it's underlined. And if you want to expand this and watch it, um, you can do that health policy treatment of an injury or a sickness which is due to war declared or undeclared riot or insurrection this is not typical this is an insurance policy from united last i wonder if this has anything to do with all the illegals and all the people that hate our guts and all the military-aged chinese men and um south american and how they've they've cleared out the uh, the prisons and the worst of the worst of the third world countries and how they're just awaiting the orders and the muslims that are pouring in here and have been for decades i wonder if it has anything to do with finally pulling the trigger on that on that one thing i just mentioned and that's just one of the ways they're going to make things go sideways i i don't know i'm just thinking out loud year for 2023 and the language typically reads like this what happens with my coverage under extraordinary circumstances and it says in cases of disaster epidemic war riot insurrection that they will do their best to provide the services you need but now take a look at united's 2024 health insurance policy another exclusion t war we do not cover an illness treatment or medical condition due to war declared or undeclared wow. Cigna and United aren't the only ones that have changed their language excluding war from their policies Anthem has also done this so Cigna and Anthem 
It just makes you wonder why in the world would that be the case? Hmm. So yeah, I wanted to let you be aware of that. And again, it's just all stuff we've been predicting for decades and decades and decades. It's just a matter of when it happens, when, you know, and God's in control, but, and I believe it's been pushed back many, 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 many times. Cause like I said before, they wanted 1984, George Orwell's book to be a reality in 1984. So we're, we're way, 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 way past that date. Um, so a lot to pray about. Uh, God bless you. And Lord willing, I, I might end up doing a newsletter next week. I'm about due for one. Uh, unless something really, really big breaks, uh, I'll probably be putting up a newsletter because I like to do that every anywhere four to six weeks because uh, I get a lot of content built up and I get a lot of people emailing me stuff and, and that's important too, uh, that type of information. So I'll post that then. Uh, again, if you're not subscribed to the newsletter, just go to contendingfortruth.com. If you haven't received anything from me in a long time, just understand, I believe I've been really targeted from a censoring standpoint, um, you can try to resubscribe at the same email address that maybe you're not getting it at. I would also say always check your spam folders, that type of thing, any type of folders like that, because my emails really, the spam, love them. I mean, I think I'm targeted from that standpoint as well. Sometimes they just disappear. Um, the newsletter is the primary way. It's really the only way I stay in touch as far as anything I'm doing proactive to actually stay in touch with my listeners. I mean, you can always check the website once a week and see if I've reposted something or posted something new. Um, you can also try different email addresses because not all of them are as big brother as other ones. And I, these are just things I don't really have any control over. Uh, I'm gonna try to streamline the, the email uh, thing. It's it's free, it's on the right side of the contendingfortruth.com just click both boxes there, there's not a, a health newsletter per se anymore I, I roll everything into one um, I'm gonna try to streamline that whole process and but I have to get my my webmaster in, involved with that and, and uh, I just haven't I just literally haven't had the time to really mess with it um, but I would yeah I would encourage you to do that because if, if things uh, you know go bad that'll be the primary way that I put things that's really the only way because I'm not on social media in any way shape or form I just got away from that a long time for so many of the big brother reasons like that we talked about today because so much of it's controlled so God bless you and Lord willing we will see you in the next audio